0: Remember old Vegas where the golf courses were right outside your door? The Casablanca in Mesquite is just like Vegas used to be. Now at BookMesquiteGolf.com, you can build your own room and golf getaway starting at $100. Mesquite Golf Packages draw golfers from all over the country to play on scenic and challenging courses. Stay in a deluxe tower room and choose from six golf courses all within a six-minute drive from the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Build your own golf getaway at BookMesquiteGolf.com. Choose from six unique and challenging courses for every golfer. Find the course to match your skill level. The Palms, Falcon Ridge, Conestoga, Oasis Palmer, Oasis Canyons, or Casablanca Golf Club. So pack your clubs and reserve a tee time. Go to bookmesquiegolf.com and customize your perfect golf getaway at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. Stay at the Casablanca Resort and Spa. It's just like Vegas used to be.
1: We love that and welcome to Coach's Corner on Drive 96.9, 94.9, the High Desert Sports Station. I'm your host, Coach Jim Bola, and we're going to start off with Las Vegas Aces falling to the Phoenix Mercury Last night at the Michelob Ultra Arena, 99-90 in overtime. Uh, yeah, this game did not have a good vibe. I said about third quarter, even though the Vegas Aces made their run and got up in the third quarter. It just, the the vibe of the game just wasn't a good vibe. Um, Phoenix, Mercury were playing without Diana Taurasi. It was a late scratch because of a hip uh, injury, and the Las Vegas Aces weren't able to capitalize on that. Uh, one of the things that really hurt the Las Vegas Aces was the Phoenix Mercury going ten for twenty-seven from three-point range, where the Vegas Aces went three for thirteen. Um, rebounding was very, very similar: forty-three for the Aces, forty-five for the Mercury. Uh, Brittany Griner, 33 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, Diggins Smith, 27 points uh, for them. For the Aces, Asia Wilson, 25 points and 12 rebounds. Liz Cambay, 16 points, 8 rebounds. And Derek Hamby, 6 points with 11 rebounds. Kelsey Plum had 10 points. But just the vibe of the game, just the game was not a... Good game, and you'll hear from Coach Bill Lambert with his post-game comments that uh, the me, me, me started working its way into the Vegas lineup. Um, Everybody worried about getting their shots, creating their uh, opportunities to score, and not really playing the way they've been playing for the last uh, 10 games coming into this this series. So this game against the uh, Phoenix Mercury really hurt them. Hurt is going to hurt them in the um, in the uh, cup game at the end of the year, and that's a five hundred thousand dollar pot for the first place team in the uh, two divisions of the WNBA. And I think with that loss right now for the WNBA, uh, Aces now go back into second place in the division at fourteen and five. Uh, Seattle at fifteen and four ahead of them. They play Minnesota on Thursday, who is ten and seven, and who has beaten them in Minnesota. Um on the other bracket, the eastern bracket, Connecticut is twelve and six. Chicago ten and nine tied with New York at ten and nine. So um gonna be interesting to see how the Aces can recover coming coming to play the Minnesota uh Lynx. Uh, on Friday. So it's going to be a uh, great weekend here in Las Vegas, starting off with the Aces playing the Lynx on Friday. Uh, but here is Coach Bill Liam Bear with his post-game comments, and he was not a happy camper after the game.
2: On our part, would have helped. Uh, we were like running in mud. Uh, yeah, they made some big plays. Grinder made some big shots. She made a lot of perimeter shots. Um, I give her credit and Diggins made all the plays down the stretch in attacking, and we didn't get her under control, and it happens. Uh, it's, it's professional basketball. They're, very, they're both Olympians. They're very good players. So, you know, we can make some adjustments here defensively, but a large part of it was just effort.
3: And, I mean, you, you mentioned that you guys got off to kind of a slower start, but in that third quarter, you guys kept ahead. It seemed like you had a chance to extend the lead a few times, um, but you weren't able to. Was that more of... Uh, some thoughts on your guys then, or did Phoenix do anything in particular to kind of hang around?
2: We put forth a lot of energy to get back into the game. which is how we should have played the whole game, instead of one quarter. Uh, and then we started just, you know, we got we got the lead, and then it get back to, well, I'm going to go shoot this one because I haven't shot one for a while, or I'm going to go try to make a back 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 break the play instead of going two by two by two, which we preach. Um, no, it's just we just had laid an egg. Then such is life.
0: Thanks, coach.
4: Hey, Coach. Trenia Barkley here with Anointed Radio. Um, Chelsea Gray has usually been you guys' go-to down the stretch in the clutch, but it seemed like she was even hesitant in overtime. Um, Do you think she was just trying to give her teammates a chance to step up in this pressure moment?
2: No, I just think she didn't play a good game today. She uh, never really got into the game emotionally, and, you know, it it happens. I mean, she's been doing a really good job leading up to this point. Today just wasn't wasn't her story. Uh, so, you know, she made a couple three balls again, make it look somewhat competitive. But it just wasn't there for her to Um,
4: What do you think changed about you guys' energy? Because you came out in the first half kind of flat, but the second half you picked it up. But over time it was like a completely different story.
2: Yeah, it just either we ran out of gas or, you know, they made three shots in a row, we didn't, and that was the game over. Uh, we made some dumb defensive plays, uh, and then we put our head down uh, I, I get it. Uh, we've had a long stretch. We've been successful. But when you see games like this, it just shows how far we have to go.
4: Thanks, Coach.
3: Rafiq?
0: I want to look back at the overtime period when we were pretty much outside
5: when comes with three pointers, with only Chelsea Gray hitting the, the only three pointer of that quarter. Do you think it's more you didn't play enough defense or the fees Mercury were just a much better three point shooting team tonight?
2: I, th- I thought our, our defensive effort was average compared to what it normally is. We, we turned it up in the third quarter and got some steals and, and changed the complexion of the game. But overall, we were just a step slow uh, for whatever reasons. Um, you know, We didn't have a good shoot-around today. That's my, my, my fault. But, however, I think that um, we
5: just uh, didn't play good team basketball. Thanks a lot,
0: Coach. We'll be back momentarily with Asia Wilson and Jackie Young.
4: Quick, the neighbors, there they go again. Jeez, it's like clockwork. Every weekend, he grabs his clubs, she grabs a duffel, and they're gone for the night. And when they come back, they look so relaxed and happy. Where do you think they go?
5: Well, they're not rich, so it must be affordable. Maybe some kind of marriage retreat? Oh,
4: right, with golf clubs? And she looks so refreshed.
5: We could use some of whatever it is. Go ask them
4: when they get back. Well, they're back. And you won't believe it. Surprise me. They've been going to Casablanca Resort and Mesquite on that $99 room and golf getaway. Sometimes they go for the $99 room and spa getaway. They love it.
5: Hey, we could afford $99, and it's only a little more than an hour's drive. Let's treat ourselves.
4: Book your $99 room and golf or spa
2: getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Casablanca Resort and Mesquite, just like Vegas used to be. Must be 21 years or older.
3: Show me the money. Oh,
2: me the money. Show me the money. Show i the money. Show Jerry. the money. me feel good, Show me the money. say, say me the Jerry Show me the money. Jerry. Show me the money.
6: Oh, no, no.
2: You can do the money. that, Jerry. I want you to say it with you. the me here,
5: brother. Hey, I got Come
0: on the other line. I'm
5: yeah,
0: yeah
2: no, 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 no. show you the money. That's not, not so cool. Show me the money. Show me the money. Yeah! Louder! Show me the money. That's it, brother. You got to that shit. Show me the money. I need to feel you, Jerry. Show me the money. Jerry, you
3: better go. Show
1: me the money. And welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. And my favorite topic right now, the... And... I L name, image of likeness. So we're going to go with the positive side of these stories. Now, um, as you heard in the, uh, Jerry McGuire clip, show me the money. So Ed Graney did a nice story on newcomer, Jordan McCabe transferred from West Virginia, um, on how he is going to take advantage of this, uh, name, image and likeness opportunity. Um, so Jordan McCabe currently right now has a couple hundred thousand followers on social media. And this is what's driving these deals is social media is the thing that's really kind of implementing uh, some of these deals and, and things of that nature um, for these student athletes to end up making some money. So Jordan McCabe is a guard six foot hundred and ninety pounds. He is a senior but has two years of eligibility because of COVID nineteen year. Um came from West Virginia, averaged two point two points a game, eleven minutes in twenty eight games. Um so he is taking it very, very slowly in what he's going to do uh with his right right now. McKaysa has a neighborhood of somewhere of Near 450,000 followers. He also has a YouTube channel with 14,000 subscribers. And co-hosts the popular Subject to Change podcast. Um, At age 11, he was on the Ellen DeGeneres show, demonstrating his basketball dribbling skills. Um, So it's going to be interesting to see. This is the first that we're hearing anything from UNLV on what they're going to do with their name, image, and likeness for their social media um, component for the um, student-athletes. So UNLV has decided to go through with a company called The Vegas Effect, an education-based platform providing UNLV student-athletes with tools and resources they need to profit off the NCAA policy. Uh, It has been a collaborative effort by... Athletic director, Desiree reed Francois and our coaches in university. And this came from Marcus Arrero, who's pretty savvy with the social media, uh, branding of those components there. Uh, Social media is an important part of our world. Now, I love it. I embrace it. I'm excited about pushing forward and being positive about it. And that was from Coach Arrero. So um, it's going to be interesting to see other other individuals and in other schools have come up with policies. UV has not come up with a public policy yet for their student athletes. This is the first that we've heard of this, and Ed Graney had a discussion with uh, Jordan McCabe. Uh, got all this information about his you know close to half a million followers, four hundred fifty thousand um, on TikTok, um, Instagram and Twitter. YouTube, 14,000, and he does a podcast. So this is what these individuals are looking for, these companies and things of that nature. So it's going to be interesting to see, as I said, these last couple of days. um, I'm all for student-athletes being able to capitalize on their image uh, names and likeness, but my bigger concern is what about the kids that aren't your star players? uh how are you going to take care of them so as we saw yesterday uh one company in Miami is going to offer 90 football players $500 a month as long as they do some um social media promotions of his company uh we'll see what happens with some other companies uh we've had the one we've had the Cavender twins from Fresno get, end up getting two deals being flown to New York Times Square one is with a um um a, supple, a supplemental uh um food uh company and the other one is with uh a phone company and they both were at in times square they both were on the big screens in times square so uh good for those players they have over between the two of them they have over a million followers on uh their social media platform. So, uh UNOV point guard Jordan McCabe seems like he kind of has everything going for him right now. Uh but they're not saying what it's going to be. He's taking his time. Um he doesn't want to he doesn't want to jump into a deal he said. Um you know, he just doesn't want to just take the quick money. He wants to he's in it for the long term, which is smart. Smart on his part. So the NIL continues to be a topic and will be a topic for me uh, in my 24 years of coaching, in my over 30 years of being a assistant coach, head coach, administrator in um, college athletics. This is going to be a very interesting subject here. Uh, I'll be talking to somebody at the NCAA the next day or two, and I know that they're not real... Thrilled about having to deal with this name, uh, image, and likeness component. And they just decided to spring it open. Typical NCA, Don't worry about any of the repercussions after the fact. Um, So we'll see what happens with that. So you're listening to The Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. Brought to you by the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada. Welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. And we have our good friend Christian Adderson with the Mesquite Hotel and Casino. And Christian, we are back to having events. And two of your uh, kind of star events, the Nevada Open and your two-man golf tourney. Uh, So Mesquite – hotel and casino located about 80 miles north of las vegas um and mesquite gaming is owner is owner of both the casablanca resort and the virgin river hotel and you also have two great golf courses up there uh so christian want to thank you for coming on the show and uh, uh letting our listeners know what
3: now that you're back in the event business what's going on yeah absolutely jim and and thanks for having us on as usual we're really excited. We're we're back to having some events in the fall, in the Nevada Open and the Costalunca Two-Man uh, Golf Tournaments. Are you know not not a better place to be in the fall for golf than Mesquite, Nevada? And these two tournaments really showcase that this fall, uh, kicking off with the Nevada Open November tenth through the twelfth.
1: Yeah, and that's that's a big event. Nevada Open is a big event. You've got you've got a lot of alums are now on the uh, pro tour.
3: Absolutely. You know, this year we're excited. We're going to have a $150,000 purse for these pros to come after. And to your point, we, we've had some great people come through and on their way up to the PGA Tour, Craig Barlow, Tony Finau, Graham Dillette, Kevin Stadler, Boyd Summerhays, and even on the Champions Tour now we see Jadon Blake. And we're just happy to have those names compete in the tournament. And you're going to see names in our event this year that you're going to see on the PGA Tour in years to come.
1: Correct. And, they, and you've been hosting this event for a number of years, correct?
3: We have. Mesquite's been the proud home of the Nevada Open here and, and for, almost, for over 40 years now. And, you know, the golf courses in Mesquite speak for themselves, and the Casablanca Golf Club and the Palms Golf Club are two of the best in town. And these guys really, really love to come and compete. And I uh, really enjoy the golf in Mesquite, but also, you know, get to show their pro uh, expertise on uh, some of the courses that the amateurs get to play at, uh, throughout the year.
1: Correct, correct. So it's a 54-hole event, and the cut will be after 36 holes and playing both the Palms and the Casablanca Golf Clubs. Um, so each each individual will play one round on each before the 36-hole cut, correct?
3: That's correct, yeah. We take the top 30% in ties, uh, and then after those, those uh, uh, make the cut, they'll play at the Casablanca Golf Club for that final round on Thursday, November 12th. And, uh, you know, we, we've had some great final rounds at the Casablanca, uh, and if there's a if there's a tie at the end, we go to sudden death, and uh, we we play till we got an overall champion. And uh, just in 2017, we had a, a playoff with Trevor Simsby coming out ahead and uh, bringing home that first place check. So always fun to see those uh, sudden death playoffs to to crown that overall champion.
1: Right, right. So, uh, so the event is free to all spectators. Rooms are still available if you want to come and come and check it out. So you can go to mesquitegaming.com. Get more information about that. Um, so uh, again, the Nevada Open uh, for more than forty years, a home up in Mesquite, and will be hosted by the Casablanca Hotel and Casino. And your second event is the Casablanca Two-Man Tournament, correct?
3: Yeah, right. Right on the heels of the Nevada Open, we we transition into. One of the, the fastest up-and-coming uh, you know, g- amateur pro event that you can play in the Blanca 2-man. That'll be November 13 through 15. And uh, it's a gr- it's a great field. We're already sold out on the event. We have over 150 teams competing uh, from all over the country. We have gross and net flights uh, available. So the scratch golfer that wants to compete, they can compete in that gross flight. And then your amateur player that has their handicap, we have net flights that they can use their handicap and uh, compete against people of like uh, age and ability. And uh, with 150 teams, we're going to have six flights, and each flight is going to be competing for six thousand dollars cash. And it's uh, just a great event to come out to.
1: And then there will be daily skins uh, available on the course.
3: Absolutely, yeah. Teams when they when they get in, they get into the skins game, which is aside from the six thousand and the in right. the flight. So. You can make some daily money just by uh, making a nice birdie on a tough hole and, uh, you know, grab <laughs> some cash dur- during the day and during the tournament. Uh, you know, in addition to that, we got a great welcome party, and then, of course, we have a, a nice awards banquet at the very end where we get to uh, honor those teams that, that uh, finish in the top five of each flight.
1: So the uh, the format will include the Palms, the 9 a 9 a.m. shotgun, uh, two-man scramble, uh Conestogo nine AM shotgun best ball. Casablanca nine AM shotgun alternate shot modified, correct?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think this is a, the cool thing about this event is it's a different format each day and and I think these courses really personify the format. You know, the Palms is a great scramble golf course. So you're your partner and go out there and uh, you know, scramble it, you know, shoot a pretty good score on the palms. Conestoga best ball, you know, they each each teammates can be playing their own ball. On Conestoga, and Conestoga is a great test of golf up here in Mesquite. And in Casablanca, this is really where you test your friendship in the the team (laughs) format. The modified alternate shot, you can be uh, really come closer as a team, or you might be looking for a new partner after that format, uh, depending on how you guys do. Uh, But all three, you know, in three days is a great way to go. And uh, the players have really shown that they really enjoy the formats and really enjoy competing in the tournament.
1: And, again, you're following all the state of Nevada uh, safety precautions for the COVID-19,
3: correct? Ab- absolutely, yeah. The, the safety and health of, of our, the people competing is of utmost importance, but even before but now especially. And, you know, all, all of our shotgun starts, we're, we're within the guidelines of the state of Nevada. We submit our safety plans to uh, the game control board for authorization, and so all that's being done. And, you know, most first and foremost, you know, people just want to come out, have a good time, but we're going to make sure when they come out have a good time that they're, they're taken care of, and, and their health and safety is our, our our number one goal when it comes to these golf tournaments.
1: Well, I'm glad you were able to get it going this, uh, this year because I know last year was kind of a disappointment for uh, having to shut it all down.
3: Yeah, you know, they, we, we we ended uh, with the Hotter Bloom Festival in January, uh, you know, before uh, things shut down, and, and uh, we're looking forward to to bringing some stuff back. We'll come back slowly but surely, but we're going to make sure all the safety in, is in place, and, and we're going to do these the right way and, and let people enjoy and, and, and compete, you know, on these great golf courses and just really enjoy their time in Mesquite, Nevada. Well,
1: again, this has been uh... – Talk with Christian Adderson of the Mesquite Gaming up at the Casablanca, and he is in charge of running the Nevada Open and the Two-Man Golf Tournament um, up at Mesquite, the Casablanca Two-Man Golf Tournament. And Christian, I want to thank you uh, for letting our listeners know about these events. Now, the, the both fields are, are sold out, but spectators are come are uh, also welcome to come. And if you're interested, go to MesquiteGaming.com. Uh, You can book your stay there. They've got a great spa. If you want to get a little spa treatment, uh, they can take care of you on that end of it also.
3: Absolutely, Coach. Really appreciate having me on.
1: Thank you, Christian. Thank you. That was Christian Adderson of Mesquite Gaming with the golf report. If you've got a small group, Christian will be able to take care of all of your golfing needs from the golf, rooms, meals, spa, uh, other courses that they have up there, uh, they have two courses that, that are, are theirs, and there's another six courses within five minutes of the Mesquite Casablanca Hotel. Uh, so I want to thank Christian for coming on and explaining about that. Uh, I want to clean up some things here last night. Tampa Bay Lightning, repeat winners of the Stanley Cup. So congratulations to Tampa Bay, a one nothing victory. Over the Montreal Canadiens. And this weekend, or sorry, tonight, Phoenix will be playing, hosting Milwaukee in the NBA Finals. Uh, Phoenix is a five and a half point favorite over the Milwaukee Bucks. And then this weekend, huge weekend in town. Starting on Friday with the Aces playing the Minnesota Lynx. Uh, Saturday, we've got UFC 264. Fortier and McGregor. McGregor is an underdog. He is plus 100 uh, on that one. And this will be the third uh, fight. So this will settle for once and for all. Who is the better uh, UFC fighter there? You also have Garth Brooks breaking in Legion Stadium to a big-time 65,000-seat-plus concert. Uh, Going to be interesting to see how T-Mobile being sold out Allegiant Stadium being sold out, what the traffic's going to look like, how the uh, crowds are being handled at both venues. So going to be a great weekend for the city of Las Vegas as we are bouncing back from COVID-19. You're listening to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network, brought to you by the Casablanca Hotel and Casino in Mesquite, Nevada.
4: If money was no object and you and a friend could get away to a beautiful nearby resort for a 24-hour stay that includes a world-class spa treatment, would you do it? Now, what if I tell you $99 is all you need for that same scenario, and the resort is a fabulous Casablanca in beautiful Mesquite, Nevada? You'll be rejuvenated inside their spa and salon with a Swedish massage, European facial, or pumpkin pedicure of your choice. Oh yeah. Casablanca Resort's $99 room and spa getaway. You can get away from your stress and start to refresh in less than an hour's drive. And when you come, enjoy our delicious dining, nightly entertainment, championship golf courses, and famous weekend brunch buffet. Book your $99 room and spa getaway today at mesquitegaming.com or call 877-GETAWAY. Must be 21 years or older. Casablanca Resort in Mesquite. It's just like Vegas used to be.
1: Welcome back to Coach's Corner on the Highway Radio Network. And in some Raider news, we haven't heard a lot about the Raiders. Camp will be opening up soon. But Derek Carr was on Chris Collinsworth podcast. And I took about a little over nine minutes of that interview with uh, Derek Carr, which I thought was very interesting, Um, talking about just how when him and his family came to Vegas, what they thought of the town, and what's happening with the current team and their projections for the year so here is their car courtesy of chris collinsworth podcast and we'll bring that to you right now
5: Vegas was made uh, you're a very faithful man right and yeah. here you go into sin city and and uh, las vegas here we come and now effectively you're the quarterback of las vegas so in some ways directly or indirectly you're sort of the spokesman for that city that's right give me a little bit of what that was like when you realized that you were getting ready to pick up your family and move to Las Vegas
6: being a kid that grew up really in Houston Texas and in Central Valley California I did not ever think I was gonna live in Oakland or Las Vegas (laughs) you know I just I didn't think that was a part of my life plan but um obviously it was God had a different plan for me but uh you know I'm here and you know what's you know what's crazy about Las Vegas is when my wife and I moved here obviously you have I don't know it very well. Um, so I didn't know what to think. But when we got here, my wife and I and my kids, we fell in love with it. Literally everything. We have the strip, and obviously, they have some of the best restaurants. So great date nights, my wife and I have had. There we have some great date nights. And I've seen some uh, some other people from other teams there. So I get to, you know, people are coming to Vegas. So I'm seeing people all the time that I know, friends and things like that. So that's been fun. Uh, but outside the strip, what people don't know is everybody, like literally everybody knows everybody. And you go to this, my team, my kids play on this baseball team. Well, the parents of this, or, you know, have this restaurant. Oh, that's where we eat every, you know, Tuesday or, you know, and you just start all these connections. And what we learned is over the year, like my wife and I, we never thought this, but we were like talking about, we could live here for the rest of our life. Like we really love the city of Las Vegas because it's, it's more than the strip and the partying and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, The family atmosphere that happens around the outside of that. Um, has really been awesome. And every restaurant we go to, everyone treats us like family. They really, this city, I don't know if you know anything about the the Las Vegas Knights, but this city erupted when they got the Las Vegas Knights. I mean, it just went absolutely bonkers. And now uh, when we got here, fans are starting to notice who we are because we've been here a year and things like that. And they really just wrap us up in their arms like we're family. And it reminds me again of like a college atmosphere. And so it's kind of nice to have that again, like we had in Fresno. Because you know, in the Bay Area, I mean, you got you got Steph Curry. I mean, you got the Giants. You know, you got uh, the Sharks. You got the A's. You got this. You got that. You got the Niners. You got us. And then the college teams. And there's so much going on. No one really cares about one team that much. You know, Uh, you know, not the whole city, but here, they don't care about anything else except the Raiders. And so it's been it's been really cool to get that college vibe again.
5: Yeah, last year we had the pleasure of calling the second Chiefs game that you guys had. The first game may have been the best game that you guys played. You'd knock off the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. And it's interesting, to that, that that game sort of personified, if you will, what what your year was. So the two years before, prior, you had – I'm going to make up a number – 10 touchdowns of 20-plus yards, something like that. Last yeah. year, I, I want to say you had that many in one year. You had the same as you had in two years prior. Mm-hmm. Um you, you clearly, against Kansas City the first time around, were taking some big shots and hitting them. I mean, that game had to be as much fun as you yes. could possibly have. You have John Gruden and Andy Reid, <laughs> two good buddies who used to coach together. And then there was the story of taking the victory lap. And, I mean, it's like, all kinds of things that came out of that. And then we yeah. go back to Oakland, or <laughs> i did it again, back to Las <laughs> Vegas, and nobody in the stands – Right, An eerie silence to sit and watch that game. But again, it was another one of those shootouts that came down to Mahomes kind of got the ball last, uh, takes it down the field, and wins the game. But from a television standpoint, we could hear more of the calls at the line of scrimmage than any game I've ever been associated with. And I could hear you and Patrick going back and forth and I remember what John told me about you, which was people don't know this, but Derek has a photographic memory,
4: yeah.
5: and he goes, "It's unbelievable." He said there was one point in a game at one time that I, he came out of the game, he made some check or some audible or did something, and and John's like, "What the hell was that?" And you said, "Coach, you don't remember like on that Thursday in training camp when you told me the to da 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 da." He goes. What? What are you talking about? And he goes, he goes, unbelievable. You do it to him all the time. It's like, is that true? Do you really have a photographic memory? It is true. Uh, My wife would like me to
6: have a photographic memory here at the house more than football, but uh, you You occasionally uh, forget to take the trash out. (laughs) So the Trash out, trash out. Uh, But yeah, with football, it's it's, uh, it's it's a blessing for sure. Like I can literally remember, I literally remember every coaching point he tells me. You know, so we were. I'll never forget, it was actually in the Minnesota game. We're playing the Vikings. And uh, I checked to this certain run. He's like, if you ever get this look against this coverage in this formation. And he told me this in training camp. he said, just check to this. It'll be awesome. It'll be great. Well, we get here in like week whatever it is. This is after training camp. We played a couple games. And we're sitting there. And I get the look. I get the coverage. I said, this is exactly what he wants. And I checked to it. And uh, we missed an assignment. And I I got I think it was a quarterback draw, actually. I ended up getting tackled and for like a one yard. And I come jogging off the field after the third down, and he's being grouped and losing his mind and all this kind of stuff. I was like, Coach, you told me like seven weeks ago in camp on Thursday, like you told me to check for this. If I ever get this, and he goes, what? And then he came back to me. He's like, I did say that to you, didn't I? I was like, yeah, you did. So, yeah, it, there's been there's been multiple times. And once I did that, he kind of realized that I, I kind of do remember. So when I check to something, he would be like, all right, when did I say that? And then so I was like, okay, you told me to do this. Okay, yeah,
5: we're good. All right. So it's uh, it's been great. good screwed. Because now you can tell him anything because he's like me. He won't remember. He, my kids will tell me that. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Okay, I probably did tell you that. You,
6: you told me to throw a deep dweller again. That's what you told me to do.
5: Yeah. But that that always works, by the way. You're always going to feel good doing that one anyway. That's right. That's um, right. I, 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 this is, um, your, your football team always seems to be somehow in the news. You know, there are things yeah. that, that are going on. This time, Carl Nassim, right, comes yeah. out as the first openly gay uh, football player uh, in the history of the National Football League that announced that while still playing. Yes. Did you have any idea and can you give me some idea of what the reaction to that has been with your team and the locker room with you personally, whatever?
6: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, the crazy thing is when something happens like that, obviously everyone wants to hear from me. They want to hear from me first because of my faith, right? They like, I've got to hear from him. Like we have to hear from him. And it's not even really that I'm the quarterback. And my, my response at first was kind of like, are you just trying to get me to say something so you can use it? Or do you really care about what I think? You know what I mean? And, and I don't really respect that side of it. You know, when you really do care what I have to say and what our team has to say like you do, like you actually care what we feel, you know, then, yeah, it's easy conversation. So uh, I kind of took a second. I said, you know, I'm going to talk to Carl first because I, I want to tell him. And I did. I called him. I sent him a text, and he answered right back. And I said, Carl, I want you to know. And I'd pull it up and read it to you if I wanted to. But to keep his business his business, I said, Carl, I love you, bro. And I said, you know that I love you, and I got your back no matter what. You're my brother, and all I want to do is win a Super Bowl with you. And I said, if, if no one else will talk to you, if and I don't think that's the case at all, but I said, if no one else has your back, if no one else will talk to you, I will always talk to you, and I will always have your back, man. I'll always be there for you, someone you can talk to. And uh, and he reached back out, and he's like, Derek, I was actually thinking and hoping that you'd reach out, you know. And uh, And I didn't send out a tweet, and I didn't do that because – this is more of a personal thing, I think, you know, to let him know that, yeah, you, you guys vote for me as captain every year and leader as a team and all that. Well, I should make a face-to-face conversation rather than just tweeting about it first, you know. And and so we talked, and it was great, great conversation. I love Carl with that. I I didn't I didn't think it or know it uh, prior to him announcing it. Uh, when someone told me, I was I was shocked, not in a good or bad way. I was just shocked, you know. I just like, oh wow, I didn't know, you know, and. And once, uh, once I talked to him and, uh, you know, kind of heard his voice and things like that, um, things, things were – I wasn't as confused anymore about uh, what was going on in his mind. So um, our team has been uh, all for, you know, having his back. That doesn't mean everyone agrees with the lifestyle or agrees with that, but – we live in a country nowadays, like, people think if you don't agree that you can't love one another and have their back. And, like, that is the farthest thing from the truth, you know. And and so there are some guys that have raised a question or two. But they all say, without a doubt, we have his back and he's our brother. So if you want to mess with him, you have to go through us kind of thing. And that's what family does, is family covers one another. And so uh, we have Carl's back, and I hope that I hope that no one makes it difficult for him. You know, and I'm talking about the outside coming in because inside of our building, he's gonna, he's gonna be loved just like uh, he's always been loved, just like everyone on our team is always. Trying.